Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's a blowout. Eighth inning, 10-3. Bases are loaded for Verlander, who waits out a three-hole pitch. He swings, and it's a high fly ball. Deep center field. It is gone. Home run. And a huge bat flip to celebrate. All right, Ben, start the show already. It is opening day, my friends. Smell the freshly cut grass, the chalk of the bases, the beer in the stands, the popcorn. Opening day is here. Welcome into Flippin' Bats. I'm Ben Verlander, joined by Alex Curry, as always. We got quite the episode here. Season predictions, Cy Young, MVP, Rookie of the Year, playoff predictions. We're going to cover it all. Alex, it is finally here opening day it it feels like christmas morning for baseball fans opening day is such a magical time whether you're a fan a player a broadcaster there's just something so special about that first day across the league and I, this year we're having every single team play every other team so there's just there's an extra bit of magic to it where you're going to be able to see your favorite players in your hometown. So I am so excited. I That's true. And I feel like with all the rule changes that are coming this year, that's kind of one thing that we've just glossed over. I think that's the greatest mm-hmm. thing the game of baseball has done in a long time, Huge. which is every team you want to see, you're going to see your favorite team play. If you want to see Miguel Cabrera play against your team in his final year, Great. You're going to get to see that. If you want to see Aaron Judge face off against Mookie Betts, which happens once every four years right now prior, you're going to get to see that. So that's huge. Uh, All the rule changes this year, love them or hate them. The game of baseball has been talked about this offseason with the World Baseball Classic and the rule changes more than it has been in a long time. A lot of the players love these rules. So why shouldn't we? We're going, it's happening, the season is here, and the, the game of baseball is in a great place. It really is. And you have to remember, change is hard. No matter if it's big or small, it's going to take some time. But we did just have a month to get used to everything in spring training. It will take, I think, during the regular season, another month to fully get used to it. But it's here, and we're ready to dive in. It is here. We, we're diving into all the awards, the preseason prediction awards, the Flippy Awards, if you will. Last year was the inaugural Flippy Awards at the end of the year. Now we're bringing it back. The preseason mm-hmm. Flippy Awards, Rookie of the Year, Cy Young, MVP, and then we'll finish off with my playoffs. World Series prediction. We got a lot to cover, Alex. We do, and we're ready for some hot takes. So let's get right to it and start with your AL Rookie of the Year. Who you got? My AL Rookie of the Year is Gunnar Henderson this year. We saw him last year come up, and the guy just seems to have it. And I know he's he's the favorite to win this award, but I think that's mm-hmm. for good reason. You know, like he has every intangible. He's really fast. He's in the 91st percentile in speed in Major League Baseball. We saw his first professional, his first Major League hit was a homer and his helmet popped off and his hair was flowing. 
Uh, he's glorious. a big reason for that Orioles turnaround. I, I love Gunnar Henderson, what he's going to bring to this Orioles young lineup, left side of the infield, a little bit of shortstop, a little bit of third base, back and forth between those two. But um, I, I like this guy to win Rookie of the Year. I do, and I'm hoping he can break the Orioles' 34-year drought of having a Rookie of the Year. So they need this. They're up and coming, and he can be the difference maker on this team this year. 34 years? Yeah. Greg Olson <laughs> took it home in 1989 was the that last time. That is not time. good. That's no. just uh -uh. not good. Right? All right well, uh, hopefully that ends. Okay. Well, let's move on to your NL Rookie of the Year. Who you got? Alex, come on. Is there ever yep. a doubt here? Corbin <laughs> Carroll is my NL Rookie of the Year. I'm the driver of this bandwagon. I have been for months now. This guy has every, every intangible you could want. He will be the fastest player in Major League Baseball this year. He has some pop. He hit four homers in very limited time last year, about 100 at bats. So he still qualifies to be a rookie. This will be his rookie season. Yeah. Can hit for power, can hit for contact. Is the fastest guy in baseball. Will play a good defense. Uh, this guy, you know, if I had to give him a comparison to a player of the past, it would be Jacoby Ellsbury, who was – one of the best players in his prime in baseball, a uh, left-handed hitter, can do it all. I love me some Corbin Carroll, and I, I'm all in on the hype train there with him. So question for you, because he just inked an eight-year, $100 million-plus deal to stay with Arizona. Do you think that helps him or hurts him going into this season, now kind of being locked in like that? You know, I think that's, that's always an interesting conversation, right? And I think it differs yeah. from everybody. I had... Uh, Austin Riley was on the show just a, a week, a week or so ago. And if you haven't checked out that interview, do it because we talk all about the Braves and the way they mm -hmm. do contracts, right? And this contract for Corbin Carroll is, is like the Braves blueprint. It is. Yep. And, um, so he's got that deal done and out of the way now is, does that end up being a, a, a blessing or a curse for a player? Cause you can now just coast and know you have your yeah. money or you could use it as a springboard to propel you and say, I have stuff to prove. And Austin mm -hmm. Riley was along that that wavelength. I think most players probably should be. I think there's yeah. only a few players that are just like, all right, I got paid. I'm gonna I'm gonna coast now. That's not what you want to see. I don't no. believe that happens with Corbin Carroll by any means. I think the guy got paid, and now he's gonna go out there and prove why, as a guy that 90% of of baseball fans probably haven't known by the time he signed that contract, yep. he's gonna go out and prove why he's worth that money and more, in my opinion. Well, I love jumping on a good bandwagon, so I'm hoping you're right, so we can all get aboard and have a good time. But now let's switch gears and let's talk some Cy Young winners, starting with your AL Cy Young winner. Who you got? My AL Cy Young Award winner is Framber Valdez. I look, Framber Valdez now steps in as the ace of the staff for what is right now the best team in the American League, which holds weight as well, because you know I. I'm not a huge pitcher needs wins to win the award, but we all know the baseball writers and they still like the win stat a lot. So he's going to rack up the wins just because his team is very good. He's now taking over the ace of that staff where it was Justin last year. But if it wasn't for Justin, we're legitimately talking about Framber as perhaps winning the Cy Young award. He's the number two in that rotation. He had that consecutive quality start streak that broke the all-time record for consecutive quality starts in a season. He had a 2.82 ERA last year in over 200 innings. This guy's a workhorse. He's been ready for this job. Now he has it. The ace of the staff for the Houston Astros. 
I don't think he turns it away. I don't think he looks back. I think he has a dominant year and wins the Cy Young Award. That is a hot take, considering Vegas gives him the 12th best odds to win the AL Cy Young. It's interesting because you got Jacob deGrom, obviously, on a new team. Shohei Otani's in the top five, who I know is your favorite player, one of your favorite players. Alec Manoa, who's also a favorite. Why do you see him finishing above guys like that? Yeah, you know, I think when I when I look at this, one, it's very hard to have a Cy Young winner on a team that's not great, right? So let's start there. And okay. to have to win a Cy Young on a not great team, you have to have a year like Sandy Alcantara did last year, which is just yeah. lights out in the clear best pitcher in the league. So I, I just think I think Framer's being undervalued here, and you mentioned the odds for him to win. I th- I think that's ridiculous, and and I I think. You know, he was a number two in rotation. All the other guys that are ahead of him are probably aces of stats, right? Garrett Cole, mm-hmm. Alec Manoa, Dylan C, Shohei Otani. But Framer Valdez has been extremely undervalued by in the general public eye, I think, because he hasn't been the ace of a staff yet. I like him a lot. I like the way he's grown. We saw him in the playoffs just dominate. And I know this might be a little against the grain pick here yeah because those names I did mention are are the more popular picks but look he proved to me last year that he can go out there over 30 times a year which is huge when you start missing starts or missing chunks of time you're going to be in trouble and that's kind of one thing with Shohei Uh, look I I, I would love for him to win the award but what we've seen from him in the past couple of years and maybe this will change this year but Shohei's on in every sixth day rotation right he's not pitching every fifth day which at the end of the Mm -hmm. year we see him having a few less starts than those those other aces of the staff so will we see that this year will he be back to a five-man rotation I'm not quite sure but Framber Valdez has shown now that he's a workhorse he can get it done he can get it done in the playoffs which I know that doesn't matter for voting but uh, he's done it on the biggest stage and I like him this year to be the best pitcher in the American League All right, let's switch over to the other side. Who's your NL Cy Young winner? NL Cy Young winner. I love this guy. And not love as in like family blood love, because that could have been a guy I picked. But love as in Spencer Strider. I love what this guy brings to the mound. Look, let's just start with last year, right? He was not in the starting rotation all year. He wasn't in the starting rotation for the full year, I, I should say. And he came up and was dominant, the fastest pitcher in Major League Baseball history to 200 strikeouts in a season, passing Randy Johnson. Think about that. Fastest pitcher in history in his rookie year he did this to 200 strikeouts, passing Randy Johnson, who's considered one of the best pitchers of all time and one of the best strikeout artists that that the game has ever seen. Ended up with a 2.67 ERA. 202 strikeouts in only 131 and two-thirds innings. Now we get to see him, hopefully, over the course of a full season. Injuries aside, we get him out there in the rotation, leading that staff. Uh, I I love what he brings to the table. His stuff is amongst the best in the game of baseball. Uh, Spencer Strider is my guy this year. I'm all in on his hype train and what he brought last year. Um, Spencer Strider for me, NL rookie, or NL Cy Young Award. Uh, Ben, we might need to have a little family meeting here. I don't know if your brother has been listening to these episodes. I told you last time when we were doing our division previews that I was shocked and I was shook that you didn't pick him just for his division, the Cy Young winner, but now you're not picking him for the entire league. 
Cy Young winner. He actually has better odds. He's the third best odds over Strider, who has a fifth best odds to win the NL Cy Young. <laughs> Plus, your brother's the reigning AL Cy Young winner. New team, new league, new reason to crush it. I'm just, I'm going to be your family supporter this year, and uh, I'll let you, you know, venture outside of the the family ties. To be, to be fair, Alex, <laughs> if I didn't pick just, if I picked Spencer Strider to win the NL East Cy Young, which isn't officially a thing, I yeah. obviously have to pick him to win the whole National League Cy Young yep. Award, which is actually an award. Now, look, yes, Justin is in that division now. Would I love for him to win it? Absolutely. Um, and I think he has just as good of a chance. I'm super excited to watch him pitch in a new uniform. Uh, I just think if Spencer Strider, look, 131 innings and 202 strikeouts. I'm not saying Spencer Strider is going to throw 200 innings this year, but let's say he does. I think that's probably an attainable goal, 180 to 200 innings. Okay. We're talking about this guy striking out over 250, 260 batters in his first full season. That's insane. Uh, I'm all in on Spencer Strider. All right. Let's move on to the MVP starting. With your American League MVP, who you got? I mean, this yep. one, I think the whole world knows who I have here, <laughs> and it's Shohei Otani. For the other ones, I might have gone a little bit against the grain as in not picking the top guy with the best odds. Shohei Otani has by far the best odds I've ever seen to win the yeah. MVP award, and it's for a reason. Look, I could go on and on and on and on, but all I'll say is last year, for Shohei to not win the MVP award, it took Aaron Judge claiming the all-time American League home run record. This mm -hmm. year, it's going to take somebody hitting 70 home runs. I mean, this guy is yeah. the best pitcher on the team. He's, I can't say the best hitter because Mike Trout exists, but yep. on many teams, he'd be the best hitter. He's, he's the greatest talent the game has ever seen. And when it comes to this award, I'm not going to overthink it, and I'm not going to get too deep into this here when, when thinking, oh, maybe there's guys with, with a legitimate chance or close to as good of a chance, and I should pick them. No. The best player on planet Earth right now is Shohei Otani, and we've been having that discussion for a little while, right? Is, is Shohei yeah. the best player in baseball? Did he pass like Mike Trout is the best player? And what was so cool about the World Baseball Classic and the way it ended is it was almost like a symbolic handing off of and not for anything that Mike Trout has done Mike Trout hasn't gotten any worse might I might he didn't play a big chunk of the year last year and he hit 40 home runs yeah Mike Trout yeah. is still Mike Trout but nobody compares to Shohei Otani right now and mm -hmm. Aaron Judge had a remarkable year last year and that won him the MVP one of the best offensive seasons of all time do I think he can top that and hit 65 70 home runs I, I don't and it's going to take something like that to beat Shohei Otani in a contract year and yep. arguably the biggest year in Angels history, because if you're not yep. winning, you're going to lose him. Mm -hmm. Shohei Otani is the MVP of the American League. He's the MVP of the game of baseball. And what he means to this sport is, is remarkable. And he's my, he's my choice and the easiest choice I had to make. Oh, I agree 100%. And you also have to remember, he's coming into this season after an, after an incredible performance in the WBC, being the MVP of the WBC, where he got to represent his country, a dream come true for him. And we saw emotions from Otani after those wins that we have never seen. As you mentioned, he's coming into this year. He's on a contract year. Plus, since he's been 100% healthy and won the AL MVP, we've only seen his numbers and game improve. So think about that. Add all those other factors into this season. He is betting on himself. He's going to go off this year. Yeah, I agree.
All right, let's move to the other side. Who is your National League MVP? My NL MVP is Juan Soto. And here's Ooh, why. Okay. Before last year, we were talking about Juan Soto being the best hitter in baseball. And at 23, heading into last year, talking about him as arguably being eventually one of the greatest hitters of all time. Already doing things that Ted Williams had had never done and surpassing Ted Williams for certain on base records and raking and getting himself having one of the best second halves of all time and getting back into the MVP conversation. And last year for Juan Soto was a bit of a down year. He hit around 250 power numbers were, in, you know, around in the 20s for homers. Um, I, I just think he gets back to his true form. And the reason I say that isn't just like a gut feeling. I've watched him in the World Baseball Classic. He was on another planet in spring training. He hit like 800. I mean, Juan Soto mm -hmm. is back, and he he said last year wasn't. We all saw it. Last year wasn't the Juan Soto that we get, we got accustomed to seeing. It wasn't. I think he gets back to that. A full season in San Diego. The year yep. started for him last year in Washington, who had no chance of being any good from the very beginning of the season, which is very tough to play. And for a team like that, when you just know the team is tanking and they're not going to be good, ends up getting traded at the trade deadline and one of the biggest trades ever. Yeah. Now he knows where he's going to be, right? He knows where he's going to be and he's going to get a full season under his belt there. And I think we see him back to, to MVP form Juan Soto for the San Diego Padres. I like that. And you also have to remember, he's going to have the support in that lineup. You have <laughs> Soto, you have Machado, you have... Tatis Jr. once he's back, you have Xander Bogarts. Like this is an all-star lineup where he is supported top to bottom. It's, it's going to be fun to watch San Diego this year. He won't be short of uh, RBI opportunities. Let's say yeah. that. There will be plenty yeah. of people on base. <laughs> All right. Well, let's take one last look into the future as you share your American League and National League division winners who are your AL division winners? This is where things get juicy. Prediction okay. time for the season. I love I love my predictions this year. Um, so, Alex, we are just coming off of all of our division previews. We went through every yeah. single division, and I picked all of the winners. So we know who my division winners are. But in case you didn't listen to every single one of those, completely fine. My division winners in the American League, I had the Toronto Blue Jays winning the AL East. The Chicago White Sox winning the AL Central, which is wow. a, a big surprise there. And yeah. the Houston Astros winning the AL West. So those are my three division winners that are guaranteed the playoffs. Okay. Who are your wildcard teams that are going to get in in the AL? All right. So my three AL wildcard teams. I have the Seattle Mariners. Okay. The New York Yankees. Uh-huh. And the Los Angeles Angels oh, of Anaheim. Finally. <laughs> so, let's start with the Mariners here, Alex. Okay. I, I feel like the Mariners, look, the Mariners have one of the best rotations in the game of baseball. And I still think we're undervaluing it a little bit. Remember, Luis Castillo came over from the Cincinnati Reds. He was the best pitching, the best pitching option available at the deadline. Mariners end up getting him. He's going to lead that rotation. Logan Gilbert, who's continued to get better and better. Robbie Ray, who is now two years removed from a Cy Young Award in the American League with the Jays. A bit of a down year last year, but I like him to, to get his stuff back and be, even if he's not an, a Cy Young caliber pitcher, 
He's your number three. He's your number three in the rotation. I think he can be nasty. George Kirby, who I'm super high on this year as like a four. This team is built around their rotation, and the rotation is a top five, if not top three in the game of baseball right now. And then Julio Rodriguez, who we all know. I I couldn't be more of a fan of this guy. What he means to the Mariners, uh, he ended the playoff drought. He is huge for the game of baseball. He's one of the most charismatic guys in the league and big on social media, which is good for the game. And he's a perfect face for the game of baseball. And he's going to be in year two now and probably top what he did in year one, which is insane to even think about. I really like this Mariners team. They added Teoscar Hernandez as well. I think they can grab one of those wild card spots. And Yankees as a wild card team. The Yankees as a wild card. Now that was kind of a hot take having the Blue yeah. Jays win the division. But, that is. But is it I, like here? They're both great teams. That's and then we saw that down the stretch and towards the end of the year. They both have the power. So, it's, so here's here's why I say that, right? I yeah. feel like every single year we head into the season with high hopes for the New York Yankees, right? And they're mm-hmm. the New York Yankees and Oh, they're going to win the AL East because of X, Y, and Z. But should we really be viewing them as that huge of a favorite? Like, the Blue Jays got exponentially better, in my opinion. The New York Yankees added Carlos Rodon, who's going to start the year on the IL, which is awful, but a forearm strain. Disaster to hear that. Now, he's throwing and hopefully going to be back um, fairly soon. But the second I hear forearm strain with a pitcher, that's scary. Scary. Now, yeah. let's look around what they did offensively. They added Aaron Judge back, who they had back. in their lineup last year when they were completely overmatched by the Houston Astros in the ALCS. And their one really, I guess, new addition to everything is Anthony Volpe. And are you telling me that this rookie is going to come up and be the reason that they are exponentially better than they were last year? I don't know about that. I think the Yankees are good. I think they are a playoff team. Okay. Do I think they should be the heavy favorite to win the division over a Blue Jays team that I think got a ton better? No, I don't. And I I don't have any belief right now to why are we all – the Yankees are one of the most well-known organizations in the entire world and one of the most profitable and one of the most valuable organizations in the world in any sport. But the facts are the Yankees haven't been to a World Series in well over a decade now. So what have they done to continue to earn our trust in them to be one of the best teams in the game? You know, to me, they're a very similar team to what they were last year. And that's a very good baseball team. And I believe the Blue Jays are very good as well. So I have the Blue Jays winning this division, the Yankees making the playoffs, but I have a ton of concerns there with Carlos Rodon and Mm -hmm. and Severino, who has a strained lat muscle, who's only... Between 2019 and 2021, Severino started three games on the mound. Last year, was riddled with injuries as well. Hearing he's going to start the year on the IL is another scare. Mm -hmm. I I just have a lot of concerns, and um, I I think those concerns are going to allow the Blue Jays to win this division, but the Yankees are obviously good enough to make the playoffs. All right, and now a positive side here. You think we're going to see the Angels make it to the postseason for the first time since 2014? (sighs) 2014 was the last time and you were there Alex covering I was them, and I think they get back and listen 
I feel like when somebody talks about the angels, the f- being any, any form of good, the yeah. initial response from outside fans is to laugh. Yeah. And I, I can't say that the angels haven't deserved that over the last yeah. few years, but let's step back and look at this team, right? In fact, they were playing an exhibition game against the Dodgers the other night. Both teams were putting out their A lineup, their most likely opening day lineup. And hands down, the Angels have by far the best lineup there. And the Angels have one of the better lineups in the game of baseball. Sure, we could start with Otani and Trout, but I'm not going to do that. We all know those names. For me, it's what they added in the offseason. They added Hunter Renfro. They're getting Anthony Rendon back and hopefully healthy, who when he was with the Nationals is one of the best players in baseball. Brandon Drury, a new addition to the lineup. 28 home runs last year. Gio Urshela, a new addition to the lineup. So this lineup now is not just Otani, Trout, throw in Taylor Ward from last year, yeah. throw in even Jared Walsh if you want to from last year. It's yep. not just those guys. It's a okay. full, deep lineup. Then we can go look at the pitching. Tyler Anderson, an all-star last year, added him from the Dodgers, a 2.57 ERA last year. Otani as your ace, who many people are saying could win the Cy Young Award this year. Sandoval and Detmer. Sandoval was great in the WBC. He was. I love what the Angels have done, and I think they can and should. This is a failure of a year if they yeah. do not make the playoffs. Man, I'm with you. Every year, I hope my heart wishes and hopes for the Angels to make <laughs> it back to the postseason. All right, switch to the other league. The National League division winners, who you got? My National League division winners from the division previews, I, again, I talked about those. I have the Mets which Mets and Braves are, we'll talk yeah. more about both of those teams, obviously. There, it's a, it really is a toss-up. I had the Mets, Cardinals winning the Central, and the Padres winning the NL West. I, okay. I, think this is, I think this is the year, Alex. I, really, I think that year? playoff series, I think that playoff series we saw was almost like a passing of, like they need, the Padres needed that to get over the hump of, of the Dodgers. There's no doubt that their roster on paper is better, but yeah. the game's not played on paper and they've no. had good rosters in the past and the Dodgers just end up dominating that division or the Padres yeah. just end up falling off a cliff. I don't think that happens this year. I think they get it done. I mean, the Dodgers have won their division nine times in the last 10 years. Yep. So please tell me you got them in, as a wild card team. Who are your three wild card teams? I, I do indeed. I have the okay. Dodgers, the Braves, and I have the Phillies. Now, we can talk about those, but I, I do have I, ha- I have a hot take. In a, okay. in a few minutes, we'll get to some hot takes. But I do have a hot take. But right now, beginning of the season, I have Braves, Dodgers, Phillies. I think that's okay. – I think these are pretty much the consensus six teams in the National League right now. Mets, Braves, Cards, Padres, Dodgers, Phillies. Um, yeah. But I, I, I do have – some concerns with the Phillies. Obviously, their a lot lineup, of injuries. Their lineup is so good, but now Reese yeah. Hoskins out for the year. Mm-hmm. Um, Ranger Suarez, a big part of that pitching staff, is out for a little while, and then their pitching staff and bullpen after Wheeler and Nola just aren't very good. So yeah. I have some concerns with the Phillies team. I do. Um, my hot take has to do with uh, with the National League wild card, but I have the Phillies getting in. Dodgers, as we talked about, Alex, they're, look, they're not going yeah. anywhere. They'll still be very good. No, no. And then the Braves, who I think battle it out. NL East title will be up for grabs with them and the the Mets, in my opinion. It's a toss-up. Like it was last Mets, year. 
It was last year, but the like, Mets like down to the wire. Last the Mets, week, the season. They 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 met it. They did at they, the end uh, of last year. I was saying all year they wouldn't do it, and they did it down to the last week. And Braves end up coming back to win it. I think uh, the pitching depth of the Mets in the regular season is, is going to be huge for them. So I, I have the Mets pulling it out, but that's going to be close. All right. Now, who do you have winning the American League, and who do you have winning the National League? So yeah. Let's, you know, Alex, I want to do, I want to talk about something real quick before, okay. before we move on to that, because okay. I have a, I have a group chat with two of my best friends from back home, right? It's okay. called the BBG chat, big baseball guys. And two of my best friends, my childhood best friend, Colby, <laughs> and then there's yeah. Matt, his brother. And every yeah. single year we come okay. up with our BBG hot takes of the year, right? And it was okay. fascinating. So I wanted to share my hot take and even I, I even theirs, and I want to hear yours, my yep. hot take for the season. And I, I wanted to do this here because I said it does involve the NL wild card. Oh, okay. My hot take is that the Diamondbacks can grab a playoff spot this year. Whoa. Now, I, do I – obviously, I didn't put them in over the – the Phillies have, as I've predicted them to be in the playoffs, caused more and more and more of a concern for me. I didn't switch it up yeah. yet. But a hot take for me, Diamondbacks – they end up in the playoffs. Obviously, hot takes are supposed to be hot. That one, yeah. it's it's quite hot. But I, I'm a big fan of them this year. Corbin Carroll, who you know I've yeah. talked a ton about. <laughs> Jake McCarthy last year, fourth in the rookie of the year voting. He'll be in a in year a full year two. Lourdes Gurriel, a big addition. Gabriel Moreno came over in that trade with the Blue Jays. Um, Zach Gallen on the mound. I I like the I like the Diamondbacks, and I wanted to I wanted to talk about them, and it just turns out that they're uh, they're my hot take to get in the playoffs. I like that your Corbin Carroll bandwagon is driving you all the way to the postseason. To the playoffs we go. <laughs> do you have oh, a hot man. take for this year, Alex? I do. I shared it in our uh, one of our division preview shows, Ooh. Ooh. and my hot take is that. Fernando Tatis Jr. is going to have an insane bounce back season and he is going to be in the MVP conversation like he was before his injuries and before the scandals and he is going to help drive this Padres team Ooh. if he does well to win their division. Okay. I like that a lot. He's really not yeah. missing much time. He's back April 20th. Like I told like, you, he can be like, in the MVP conversation. He yep, can do that's it. That's true. So good hot it. takes there. Um, in case anyone was wondering, Matt's hot take was that the Orioles make it to the ALDS. Whoa. And that Yoshida wins or makes it to the All-Star game. I do like that one. Okay. And Colby's was that the Angels will go deep into the playoffs and make it to the ALCS where they lose to the Jays. Whoa. Hot takes. That was my second hot take. That the <laughs> Angels finally make the postseason. And if they win and get deep, Otani stays with the Angels. Ooh. So that was my second hot take. I didn't know if we were sharing two or not, but I like um, that we were on the same page. All right. So what what did you what league are we starting in with okay. the who do you have winning the American League? And who do you have winning the National League? All right. So we'll start in the American League. For me, okay. this is still the Houston Astros. I mean, did they get any worse when they were by far the best team in the American League last year? Yes, they lost Justin, right, who won the Cy Young Award. So we'd be naive yeah. to not say that their pitching will will be just as good. It, it probably won't be. But they have guys like Framber Valdez and Christian Javier who just got paid, 
um, who are very underrated that will be just fine leading that rotation. Luis Garcia, Jose Urquidy, and then where they got exponentially better is at first base, where they added Jose Abreu, yeah. Yuli Gurriel coming off of a pretty tough year, a very down year, and getting older. He's moved on to the Marlins now. Jose Abreu there at first base, coming off an MVP just a couple of years ago. The Astros... The Astros are the best team in the American League. And right now, I don't hesitate to say by far. Now, do, are there other teams catching up? Yes. And I, if you made me pick somebody else to win the American League, I would seriously consider the Mariners, uh, even Ooh. though they won't be able to win the division. But I, yeah. Alex, I don't know what you think. I think the Mariners put up a better fight in the playoffs to the Astros last year than the Yankees did. That 18-inning yeah, game, those first yeah. two games, they're one swing away from winning a couple of those games and it being a completely different series and arguably winning. Yeah. The Mariners are super close um, to where they need to be. But right now I have the Astros winning the AL. All right. Who do you have winning the National League? I think we see a wild card team back in the World Series out of the Ooh. National League. I, I'm, I'm taking the Atlanta Braves. And lineup-wise... Adding Sean Murphy, I think, does a couple of things, right? That adds a good piece, uh, good piece in the lineup. But what Sean Murphy will do for that pitching staff, right? A, a lot of the other catchers that they've been having over the last couple of years, Travis Darno and William Contreras, not the best like game callers, game managers, you know. And Sean okay. Murphy is. He's one of the bright young catchers in the game. I think he does wonders for that pitching staff. The lineup being one of the one of the best lineups in baseball another year Matt Olson big one for me I know Ronald Acuna was playing last year but still just he came back from an ACL injury so quickly uh, yeah. he wasn't himself I think he's back to close to 40-40 self this year and I think the Braves have what it takes to again remember when they won the World Series get their wild card spot this year and be able to take care of business and um, and get into the World Series all right then who is winning the World Series? Braves or the Astros? This is a uh, a recreation of what the 2021 World Series Astros and Braves. My prediction is that the Astros pull it out, and I think it's I think Astros and seven is my prediction. I think wow. these two teams are elite. Um, I yeah. look when it comes to the Braves, I think we could if it if it shapes up this way, I think we could be facing off in an all time NLCS Braves Padres could be an unbelievable yeah. NLCS. I think the Braves pull it off. I think they get to the World Series, but I think the Astros have every bit of what it takes to get the job done on top of that experience in the playoffs, which, you know, we I, I talk about it every year. Yeah, but I need to continue to because the Astros continue to dominate and get to the World Series every year. It's insane. Six straight ALCS appearances. They're in the midst of a dynasty. And right now it's up for debate. I would say dynasty. Mm -hmm. Alex would not. But if they win I said three. One, if they win three, exactly. then I give it to you. This one then they would have absolutely it. mean a dynasty. Yeah. I think they can get it done. I think as of right now, they're the best team in the game of baseball still. They added Jose Abreu, which is insane. Astros in seven is my World Series prediction. Woo! Baseball is back, baby. Baseball is back. I woke up. I, this it really is like Christmas. It needs to be a holiday. Yeah, it is. I'm, I'm so excited, and Alex, I'm so excited for this year. 
because it's just another full year of flipping bats five days a week, every weekday, tons of different episodes, different segments every single day, interviews throughout the year. This year is going to be a blast. Yes, it is. And now I can't wait. It's here. It's Let's here. go. Come, come hang out with us every day. All right. Come have fun with us. Absolutely. Every day, <laughs> flipping bats. Make sure you subscribe anywhere you listen to your podcast. Thank you all for listening. Preseason predictions, the Flippy Awards, the playoff predictions. And now it's here. Now we go out there and we'll reconvene about these predictions in like eight months and figure out how I did. Uh, (laughs) But thank you all for listening. Enjoy opening day. I can't believe it's finally here. Make sure you subscribe anywhere you listen to your podcast, Apple or Spotify, wherever. We're also on all social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. And you can watch every single episode as well on YouTube at Flippin' Bats Pod for all of them. Thank you again, everyone, for listening. Opening day is here. And we will see you soon for another episode of Flippin' Bats. (laughs) 